welcome back to this week's episode of Four Therapists and a Chit Chat. Um, this week we're going to be talking about social media. Um, and really this is just a kind of beginner's guide, a few questions about what you could be doing, what you might be doing, what does what do certain things mean in social media, how are you finding it? So um before we go into it, let me just introduce everybody or everyone can introduce themselves. Um, Amanda, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, yep, I'm Amanda and I'm a bone therapist in Essex. And Millie? Hi, I'm Millie. Um, I'm a bone therapist and reflexology student and I'm in Bury St Edmunds or just outside Bury St Edmunds. And Nikki? Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm a bone therapist based in Cambridgeshire. And I'm Sarah, and I'm a reflexologist and bone therapist based, like Amanda, just outside Barry St Edmunds in Suffolk. So, girls, what are your social media questions? Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh. Just, where do we start? I'm just not confident. That's, I think that's my problem. I'm not confident enough to do it and I don't know if I should be doing one like Instagram Facebook should I do both so when I think about both then I just don't feel confident with either so that's me (laughs) how about you Nikki I think the problem I so if I have a choice when I first started I thought I would do like Instagram Twitter LinkedIn Facebook and golly (laughs) yeah but I I, I was like frazzled I, I was overwhelmed by it all and then I just decided to concentrate on one, but then one became two. So Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And if I have to choose, I really like Instagram. I love Instagram. But mm-hmm. everyone I follow and everyone who follows me, and I don't have many, I have just under 200 followers, is a bone therapist. Mm. Yeah. Or is a therapist uh... of some description. What I would like to do is transform my Instagram account into people who follow me who could be potential clients. Yeah, 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 that's really true. Um, Amanda, what about you? Yeah, I guess um, I'm the same too. That it's I've got Facebook and Instagram. I think um, I love Instagram. I love following people and you know, kind of seeing posts. But I think um, I don't know so well. I, I I know about it, but I'm just not so good at posting out and doing stuff. So I always look and think, oh God, I forgot to you know put my hashtags on. I you know put them in afterwards, or I uh, you know I forget something and. Uh, Whereas Facebook, I feel more confident on. Um, but I always, what I find difficult, and Sarah, you might be able to help me with this, is that I've got my um, personal Facebook, and then I've got my Bowen as a page on my Facebook. So it's like trying to, you know, I'm obviously keeping my Bowen one professional, my personal one exactly more personal, but it's like trying to. How do I get people from my personal to go over onto my to my page? And you know, I've asked them, invited them to like it, but yes, I'm kind of struggling with that idea, really. Yeah, it's um, I think kind of taking up Millie's uh, issue about confidence. I think that's a big thing sometimes that can strike at the heart of some therapists. They kind of get scared about what social media is. 
and I think that you know we could spend a lot of time talking about all of these things but with the confidence thing I would just say be brave and go for it and what's the worst that can happen you have a post that doesn't work or you have to delete it so in the confidence front that that's going to come with experience and with time but don't let that stop you from posting just go ahead and press the button and and, and, yeah. see, what, and see what happens I um, guess it'd be a, probably a good idea just to, for, for me just to maybe think okay just do Instagram first yeah. and I think there's there's a there's a there's a there's an argument to say do one or the other yeah if Aww. you're being overwhelmed and and most people that probably we would want to be involved in with in terms of clients will probably be on Facebook and Instagram Facebook tends to have a bit of an older audience and it's being used a lot by older people so retired people generally as lots of younger people come off it because of all the issues with the um, election stuff that happened what last year the year before the Cambridge thing um, and Instagram's audience is definitely growing um, so it's it's if you feel confident going onto Instagram it's definitely worth doing it and they're both very similar platforms in terms of what you can post except for the hashtag thing which if we have time I will talk about but I think that that both Amanda and Nikki mentioned what kind of one of the big things, which is that whole idea that sometimes you end up with lots of therapist followers and it's quite difficult to break out of that cycle and find your clients, if you like, because as lovely as it is to communicate with, with other therapists, whether they're reflexologists, bone therapists, whoever, ultimately what you're trying to do is, is reach pay, paying clients, people who are interested mm. in you yeah yeah and I think yeah. that that again it kind of goes back to the content you're posting really you just have to sometimes I mean I've done this recently is almost kind of go back to the beginning and think why why are you posting you know what is the purpose of you posting well the purpose of you posting is to try and reach potential clients so what do your potential clients want to hear from you and that that is the question you have to answer on social media. What do your potential clients want to hear from you? They don't necessarily want to know how wonderful reflexology or Bowen is. They don't necessarily want to know about any scientific research. What they want to know is how you can help them with their particular problem. And then you've got to work out how you're going to say that. Oh, so we've got so it's, it's things like three. Sorry, we, we all went deathly silent then. <laughs> so, so, but I always think, Sarah, Sarah, do you? I always something I, I learned from you um, back when I stayed with you um, when we were training together, um, and it was that you're very organised at looking ahead and kind of planning posts ahead, and I think that's where I fall down and I'm really that's what I'm I'm trying to work on now is kind of sort of working ahead and sort of having a little bit of a plan and um yeah I mean it's, it's it's good to have a plan I don't always plan I wish I did plan better but I think in terms of content it's it's things about you know why do your why do your clients come to you you know, they come to you because of who you are, number one. We've talked about that before. So I think it's really important that you start off with some really simple posts introducing who you are. 
So, yeah. you know, this, this is this is me. You know, I'm Nikki, was I'm it, Millie. Yeah. Is it a good idea to post things like a little bit about your life, like to show that you're, a, you yeah. know, apart from a therapist, more of a human, relatable oh, character? You Absolutely. know, like making a cake or, yeah. I know, or... Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's, I think what you have to do when you're with your social media is you have to make a decision about how much of yourself you want to share. So, for example, I don't think it's appropriate to share everything you do in your life and pictures of you in your garden and pictures of you on holiday and, you know, not every five minutes. However, I do think it's appropriate for you to share what you do in your spare time. So if you go out, if you enjoy walking or if you do like baking a cake, you know, you can talk about your the things that you enjoy doing. And I think a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how I think it was you, Amanda, one of your colleagues really got on with a, with a client because she was into heavy metal music and motorbike riding, whereas it, yeah. you know, it wasn't for you. So it's about putting stuff out there that people are interested in. That, that, I mean, I've had clients who've, who've decided to come and have a treatment with me because they've seen pictures of me outdoors on my walks. So it's absolutely fine to share some of those personal elements, but also but about you professionally, you know, they, they want to see your face. They want to see what your treatment room looks like. They, they're interested in how much training you've done. They might be interested in, in books that you've read that are not necessarily kind of scientific ones that, you know, are about how the body works, but ones that everyone wants to read. So I've put some posts up recently about really accessible books about pain um, and about, I shared the Tara Moore book about um, uh, kind of getting... Play, playing it big that kind of stuff so yeah on a personal level that kind of information is, is good to share I um recently did this I listened in on this course about social Instagram and it was saying you know how to get more followers and all of this and how to turn yeah and it was saying you know people will view in Instagram you know when people follow you they think they're your friend and they you know so you have to post all the time because they're going to be like look and I just thought oh I can't do that. I, no. I just, I, I just can't do that. So I've decided I, that I'm going to have like a monthly post of something you can do different. So you know yeah. maybe it's uh, something on recycling or I don't know something like that that you could do. Uh, you know, plant some wildflower seeds to attract bees and insects to your garden. You know that kind of thing. Not necessarily all about bowing and treatments and pain and things. Um, and I just thought because I just can't, I can't keep the. I can do it for a week, but then then I I completely burn out on it all and fizzle out. I think that in terms, yeah, in terms of posting, you've got to decide why you're on social media. If you just want social media, a social media account, sorry, to establish your credibility as a business, i.e. so when someone looks you up, they can see you exist, then you only really want to post once or twice a week. If you want to post in order to try and attract more potential clients, then you need to really be posting two or three times a week regularly. And I think kind of combining what Amanda said and a bit of what you've said, Nikki, it's actually about finding the right groove for you. Now, your posts about, for example, planting wild um, wildflowers to attract wildlife to your garden, you have to think, why is that beneficial to your client? 
and it's beneficial to your potential clients because actually what that post is about is about health and well-being it's about looking after yourself at home how wonderful is it just to plant some wildflowers in your garden to watch them grow so you're actually seeing something grow in nature and then to sit in your garden and watch that wildlife and that might be a moment to take out 10 minutes of your busy day just to sit and watch your garden Mm. grow or to watch the wildlife it might be 10 minutes to be mindful in your day it might be 10 minutes to do some earthing so walking bare feet so with that one bit of advice you've potentially got three stories four if you talk about how much you love gardening and how much pleasure that brings you you've got four potential stories that you could do at four different times about exactly the same subject but a different twist each time Mm. I never thought of it like that. yeah no I didn't because I was I've been only thinking like on my monthly okay so this is what I could do each month you know yeah you could have a theme each month no yeah so there's there's lots of things that you can share but what what you what you have to do is you do have to try and connect it back to your business you know so it and it's and again it's not just about I'm a reflexologist I'm going to rub your feet and I'm going to make you feel better it's actually what is it what do your clients come to you for you know we've said about this before they come to you to talk about their problems they come to you to help you solve their aches and pains they come to you for advice because you're an expert and I think one of the thing, one of the bits of advice you can give them is actually how to live a more holistic Um, healthy lifestyle and about how it isn't just all the time paying out for something it's actually about taking 10 minutes in your day to watch your garden grow it's about baking a cake and actually being mindful in that baking process tasting it listening to the whisks going round um you know playing music while you're baking people you love so it's yeah I think that's a really good point, Sarah, because I think as well, as you're saying, it's not all about them coming in for treatment and paying. Yeah. It's kind of empowering them to actually be exactly as you're saying, living your life like that. Yeah. So how easy it is to do. And I guess by putting out posts like that, you know, you're suggesting, right, you know, if you enjoy cooking, look, actually you're going to really benefit if you take time out and really look at your food or if you like getting outside or you know if you like knitting to take up a new hobby and yeah so it, it yes it, it, it's getting them sort of in sort of engrossed in in other areas as well as purely yeah the therapies that we do yeah because don't forget like we said before when we had the conversation when we we're talking about those awkward questions you get from clients they come to you because you are the expert. Even if you don't think you're an expert, they think you're an expert in health and well-being and not just the physical stuff, the emotional stuff, the mental stuff. So everything that you post out, just hook it back to your business, hook it back to you. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to all be serious. It can be it can be funny stuff. So I did a, um, a reel, like a little mini film on Instagram the other day about how good almonds were for you and the kind of vitamin content and everything that the, the good things do for your body but actually you get just as much from eating a slice of homemade almond cake oh, you know yeah so again and it's 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 well I was gonna say you did, also did a post with your feet didn't you yeah and 
Yeah, I did. And, and you were talking about it from a reflexology point of view. But what I noticed about yeah. that post was that not only did lots of people engage with it, but lots of people engaged with the other people making comments. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what you, ideally what you like to, what you want to do is try and create that engagement because it's social media. So they want you to try and engage with the people you're posting out to. And you don't always get comments back, but it's just trying to create that conversation with people and, and, you know, put something interesting out there that, that kind of poses a question. And like, you know, I put a picture of my feet up, um, you know, just saying what a mess they're in, but actually what that meant in reflexology terms and loads of people posted back and, and I got private messages saying, Oh, it's really nice to, you know, to to find out more about what it means, and I got a couple of people booking from that, and and some normal, as in possible client people, following me. So it's just it's about a bit of experimentation with social media. There's there's no right and there's no wrong. What you don't want to be doing is kind of posting out stuff every day, saying book a treatment with me, because people aren't interested in that. Yeah. They want to get to know you. They want to get to trust you. And really, it, with social media, it is sometimes just, I I like this phrase because I do have fun with it, but having a bit of fun with it and not over-worrying and not overthinking with it and just kind of set yourself a gentle target of a couple of posts a week just to see what happens, what yeah. response you get, and, and try different things. And what are your thoughts on, like, stock photos? So, you know, like, Canva is brilliant and you can, yeah. you know, but... I know as if, if I'm thinking about myself as a viewer or whatever you're a, a follower on Instagram, yeah. I know that I will skip pictures where I know that that person sitting by the beach reading a book is in fact an, an actor who's posed for that picture rather than if it's a picture of somebody and their feet. And I know that that isn't a, a stock picture, if you like. Do you think it's it, yeah. it's better well, not to use stock pictures? Well, you've just answered your own question. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and there's, there's, you, you just made me think that I do exactly the same. I go past there's, those there's pictures. absolutely a time and a place for stock pictures because sometimes you can't find the right post for you. Um, but I, what you have to remember is, is forget about business and all that kind of stuff. As human beings, we're visual people. And think about how you look at your social media these days. Most people sit there with their phone flicking through at fairly high speed until they find an image that catches their eye. You go, oh, I like that. And then, and only then, will you have a look at the caption. And then, if the caption is interesting, you might hit the like button. And then if the caption resonates with you, you might put a comment. But the first point in that process is the picture. So there's quite a lot of stages so to it go through, really, is, isn't there, to get engagement? Yeah. Yeah, there, there is, there is, there are a lot of there are a lot of stages. They're, they're very simple. Once you realise that we're visual people and that, you know, think mm. about the way you, you've just described it perfectly. I flick through the images and I tend to skip past the ones that are stock. You know, you only have to think of people, if people are posting out, so I, I've got some people and you see, and they're putting out kind of like five, six, seven posts a day. Mm. Yeah. And, and I tend to 
think, oh God, right, yes, okay. I'll get past those and, and see um, other ones. I think yeah. sometimes you can't over. It becomes a turn too, on rather than yeah. a turn on, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it does. And, you know, so that I, I, I genuinely think, and again, let's just take it right back again. Most of us, I would say, are therapists who don't require hundreds and thousands of followers, don't intend to jet set off four times every year on our own personal party boat. We just oh. want some clients from this. <laughs> so, you yeah. know we just need to put things in context we don't need to be posting out every minute of the day we don't need to be posting out seven days a week or five days a week or four days a week two or three times is perfectly adequate for what we need as small business owners and as therapists and actually if you think about it with your followers that's probably as much as they really want to hear from you in a week they don't Mm. necessarily want four, five, six, seven health and well-being tips or pictures of your latest bake or another picture of your treatment room. Mm. You know, you want to spread that content out and really make every time you post count because you can post about your treatment room a couple of times every month and and, and it seems fresh. But if you do it every single week or every single day, people are just going to get bored. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna, I suppose they're that gonna should be our mantra, yeah. shouldn't it? That make a post count. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, make, make that count. You, know, you want it to get to the right people. And sometimes it takes a little while to discover who the right people are. But you will, through trial and error, get, get Another there. question I wanted to ask you. Sorry, go and on. And I now. guess... No, no, no. All I was going to say was, uh, I guess it's better to actually think, right, I only need to post two or three times yeah. a week over the bar but at one point I was thinking god I need to be posting every day no and then you sort of it becomes a bit overwhelming and then you don't and then um so actually I, I, I'm always sort of thinking right it's better to to make sure it fits in with your um you know how much time you've got how much time have yeah. you got to allocate to this because yeah. that's really important as well as being realistic yeah. about that yeah it's quality not quantity mm very much make it count make it count quality not quantity but do you know what i do i mean this is just me but don't laugh so if i go through pictures okay yeah and i said but whenever i see um for example um sausage dogs because i follow them i have to like all of those pictures (laughs) i don't know i don't know if it's like you know see little cute little furry things or whatever but whenever i see animals i always grab my attention and I'd yeah. like flip through. I don't know where yeah. I'm going with this conversation now. But, but it's what you're interested in. And, and that's important, you know, because if, if animals are part of your life, obviously, as a therapist, it would be ridiculous to have a feed, your feed, full of pictures of, of animals. Yeah. However, you're going to resonate with people who like animals. So there is no problem at all, for example, of you... Going out, like like where you live, Amanda, going out on one of your lovely walks with your lovely little sheep that come and see you. Yeah. Taking, taking, a, little, taking a little video of them or taking a picture and relating that back to your life and what you do for your own health and well-being. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't know how to do a video on Instagram. Uh, right. Well, then next time we're going for our walk, you and me are going to do a video on Instagram. It's really easy. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. even know how to do that story 
Yeah, they're really easy Are as they? well. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think Actually, Sarah, Sarah, can I ask you, what is the difference between a um, a reel um, and then your the Instagram video? Okay, so on Instagram, you've got an Instagram post. So that's the still picture. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can do um, a video and you pop yeah. that up the same way as you would a post. Now, if the video is up to one minute long, it will behave like a post in Instagram, i.e. it will just play away. Yeah. If, yeah. It's, if it's more than one minute long, then to post it, you have to post it as an IGTV, an Instagram TV video. But Instagram talks you through that. Now, they're the posts that you see that the video starts playing and it says something like, see more in IGTV. And you, you just press the button and it uh, carries on. Oh, okay. And I think the IGTV videos, I'm not sh- quite sure how long they can last, but I think up to 10 minutes. But don't quote me on that. Now, so that's those two things. Then you've got something called reels. And reels are short video clips of no more than 30 seconds okay okay and again instagram will show i think a a 10 15 minute clip and then it will encourage you to press the button to watch the rest of the reel and when you do a reel um basically you can add lots of stickers and music and writing to it so it's like a little little animated video or video with words in and then separate to that, you've got Instagram stories and they are just pictures or little 10 second video clips you can put up in stories. So they, there's quite a lot out there that you can do with Instagram. But I would say the easiest ones to do are to post still pictures, post videos and use reels. They're really easy. Can I share my top tip? And it's... And it's, it's... So I have a personal Instagram account and my bone therapy Instagram account. And I can work out on stories why on my personal account, if I want to put music on my stories, I have a whole back catalogue of all sorts. And on my my, uh, work one, I have like a choice of four. What I found is if I change my work from business to a personal account... And Instagram don't seem to mind that it's called the Nikki Newton Bowen Therapist Instagram. You know, they don't care that it's a business one. Yeah. I can have all the music that I have on my personal one. Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's a business account. So it's to do with yeah. copyright. But they that's, don't seem to mind that, that I've changed it over to, to a personal one. No. The, the, only, the only problem with that, and it's not a problem particularly, is you can't get your insights. So you can't really track... Um, what people are finding interesting in your post however my little my gosh I don't even know if I should say this this is my workaround I've got two accounts and my other account is a personal account so I create all my videos and stories in my personal account with the music option download them to my iPhone camera reel and then re-upload them the other side into my business account (laughs) Oh, oh. <laughs> and that's, that's, 
<laughs> there's lots of hacks hacks around it but i think we're kind of we're, we're running out of time a bit on this and it's it's a bit of a tricky subject and i think that really my my top tip with social media is don't be frightened of it just post and see what happens because the worst case scenario is you can delete it remember who you are you know you're a therapist that people are interested in not just in terms of the fact that you can rub their feet or do some fashion moves you you actually help them as a person don't overpost because you'll just drive yourself crazy and don't worry about things like reels and stories and igtv just learn the basics and you can post exactly the same content on instagram as you do on facebook the only difference is that instagram uses hashtags and facebook doesn't oh. okay so um, and make it count and make it count <laughs> to make every make count. post count Hashtag. Hashtag make it count, yes. Yeah, I like that one. And I am, I'm, I'm on next Sunday, I'm going to do um, a social media clinic. So you girls are more than welcome to come along. Ooh, it's fine. absolutely for fun. free. Yeah, it's for free. So it's just going to be a Zoom. You just need to um, ask for the link via my, via my website. So www.therawoodhousetherapy.co.uk. But it's Sunday the 11th. 10 o'clock in the morning you can pre-send me your questions if you want to and it's just it's really aimed at beginners so people you know that way I can show people what a story looks like I can show people what a reel looks like I can show people you know we can talk about hashtags in more detail how you should use them why you should use them and all that kind of stuff brilliant that's brilliant sounds good Sarah excellent good okay well We'll, we'll we'll call it a day there we've kind of dipped our toe in the murky waters of social media um and really it's just to say to everyone we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks because obviously we've had this recording goes out on a wednesday but we um actually record it on a monday and we've just obviously had the news that we can all go back to work Woohoo! So we think we're going to take a couple of weeks off because you're going to be really busy and we're going to be already busy getting our clinics back up and running. Um, so the next um, podcast will be on the 28th of April. Um, the topic is yet to be confirmed. We will we will let you know prior to that. But um, in the meantime, you can catch up on all the past episodes on Spotify and as I said, there is um, the social media surgery, social media clinic taking place on Sunday the 11th um, with me. And I'm sure Amanda and Nikki and Millie will be popping up their heads too. Um, so, you know, please feel free to get in touch and, and book yourself onto that. It's totally, totally free, no charge at all. And we will see you all in, well, on the 28th of April. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Okay. Good luck. Um, with your opening up yeah oh yes you too i'm sure it's going to be absolutely fine for all of us yeah. i can't yeah. wait i can't wait it's gonna be exciting so yes we can talk about how all that's gone when we when we get back together again brilliant okay all then. right then girls all right then. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye bye bye